Thank you, Angela. I now want to introduce Lord Smith, who is Chairman of the Scottish and Southern Energy PLC and the Non-Executive Director of Standard Bank Group and the Weir Group PLC. He's also the Chairman of Glasgow 2014, the Organising Committee of the Commonwealth Games. Lord Smith, we look forward to hearing from you. Well, ministers, collective group of ministers, uh, young people, uh, ladies and gentlemen, over the last six years I've uh, chaired the Smith Group for non-representative and self-appointed uh, group of people from business and from education. Just to give you an idea of the people, there are Jim McCall and Tom Hunter and Chris van der Kool and Willie Hawhey. We've got a head teacher from a primary school in Glasgow, a head teacher from a secondary school in Edinburgh. We have the chief executive, COSLA, and we have a director of education on there. We're not part of government, but we regard it as important to work with government, whatever its complexion. I see a role as mostly supporting government, but challenging it too. Now, some of you will know I've been a member of the First Minister's Council of Economic Advisers, and together with Jim McCall, we're very much aware of our responsibility to bring the issue of youth employment to the fore and to influence thinking at the top of government. We recently published the Smith Group report, which contained a number of recommendations for Scottish Government in relation to youth employability, including how we can further improve support for those young people at the greatest risk of experiencing long-term unemployment. Some of the recommendation, recommendations in the report are already being taken forward, and I've accepted uh, Mr. Swinney's perhaps uh, strange invitation to come along and see ministers to see how they're performing uh, over the next year. Now, from where I sit, I'm confident that the government's resolve in youth unemployment is very firm, recognising the importance of committing for the long haul and that it remains a priority for the government. I think the very fact that Angela's been appointed, that there are seven ministers here, we've heard about the modern apprenticeships and the offer for employment edu education training for all 16 to 19-year-olds is great evidence of their commitment. Let me talk a bit about how things have changed. The Smith Group has been a serious, significant partner on this agenda. And whilst we understand the broad issue of youth employment, we were particularly concerned and are about those young people who will continue to be overlooked unless we make it our business to look after their interests. And we've been amazed by what we've learned through our personal direct involvement with young people and with the people who help them, and in that I include the voluntary sector. Many of us thought we understood the problem but there have been some real surprises, not least how committed and talented some of the young people are and the challenges they face on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, the economic downturn, which has been referred to, has brought significant rises in unemployment among 16 to 24-year-olds, now more than one in four unemployed. And now even those young people who would normally have gone straight into entry-level roles are struggling to make that transition into employment. And that's leaving those who found it hard, even in the good times, being pushed further to the back of the queue. Now, whilst this may be a direct effect of recession, long-term unemployment does not need to be an inevitable outcome for them. Now, it's not all bleak. The government and its many partners have done a great deal to move this agenda forward. That's evident the involvement of one of our Smith Group ambassadors, a guy called Douglas Hutchison, who's been working closely with West Dunbartonshire Council. Western Bartonshire have made spectacular progress in their school leaver destination figures. They've moved the council from a hot or black spot to well ahead of the national average. 
Two years ago, they had no idea where a sizable number of their target population were or what they were doing. In the last year, they knew the whereabouts of everyone but two school leavers, and one of them was found to be attending university. Working with the council, Douglas managed to secure 10 placements at Dunbarton Football Club. Dumbarton Football Club. The young people have completed these now. Not all could collect their certificates, happily as it turns out, because most of them were actually in employment. That's exactly what this is all about. And in Douglas's words, they've metamorphosed from underconfident, underachieving youngsters to bright, confident, and determined young men. I, too, have witnessed the impact that we can, that we can have on people's lives. And I recently met a group of young people within SSE in Glasgow, a mix of work experience of trainees of apprentices and graduate trainees, and I was struck by their energy, enthusiasm, and desire to succeed. And it's not easy. If you've got grandparents and parents telling you that work and education is not for the likes of us, if you're a young lad that I met whose girlfriend chucked him because he was in employment and she was finding it embarrassing because none of their group was in any form of employment, education, or training, Early intervention is very important, and we point this out in, in the Smith Report. But let me tell you about one young man. This is an SSE in Tayside, and he had a number of family issues, really serious family issues, and he had a lot of different short-term jobs. And he admitted he was actually too immature to cope and didn't know where his future lay. He was referred to SSE by Bernardo's. We have a, a number of schemes with Bernardo's works. He wanted to complete a metering work placement, and as he trained, he became more self-aware, and he, became, he got a lot of confidence. So after working with meter fitters, he realized he wanted a trade. So he finally found a route they wanted to pursue. He was offered a permanent job with SSE and an apprenticeship, and he spent the first 12 months of this living in Dunfermline, studying at Carnegie College, moving to a depot while continuing to study. Now, he admits he found this hard at times, but he had the determination to secure a happier future, and he knew this was his chance. In March 2011, he won a Power Apprenticeship of the Apprentice of the Year Award, and he aims to complete his qualification this year and move into a cable jointer's role within the depot. And I'm sure that that brings to life the impact of simple interventions, and it breaks down some of the perceptions and myths about these young people. Well, what does this tell us? Two pretty simple things. First, these youngsters are pretty much like you and like me, inasmuch as they essentially want the same things, a job, a family, and a bit of dough. Secondly, every step up the education skills ladder leads not just to better job prospects and earnings, but better health, better housing, and in turn, a better environment for family life. I've met lots of success stories that I'm sure you have too, and whilst turning people's lives around isn't necessarily easy, to my mind it's not actually too difficult either. But I tend to think that successes are the exception rather than the rule. Our challenge is to turn that in its head. So what matters? Well, much has been made of the economic cost of young people who are not in education, employment or training. And it is true that if between the ages of 16 and 19, and certainly between 16 and 24, you're not in any form of employment, education or training, there is a very, very high likelihood you will never be in any form of employment, education, or training. And that has a very high correlation to bad health, a high correlation to crime. It's a cost to society, 
and it's a loss of opportunity and it's a loss of the gifts that these young people have to the economy and to society. But forget all of that. The cost to individual young people of doing nothing is absolutely immeasurable. If that doesn't motivate us, frankly, I'm not sure what does. And I know from personal experience how employers bring a lot to this issue. I've mentioned SSE, I could mention Commonwealth Apprenticeships in Glasgow, I could mention Willie Hawhey and Tom Hunter's initiative where they're giving space in their existing premises free of charge to start up, to incubate start up and early stage companies. And this isn't airy fairy altruism. SSE needs young people for our business, and so do other employers the length and breadth of Scotland. Catering or services, manufacturing, call centres, we all do need young people. And you know, it develops our existing people as well. Some of our operations people, grizzled veterans, were seriously sceptical when SSE started this. Today, they feel a tremendous buzz in actually helping these young people, and it develops them as management people as well. Now, I know many of you are doing a lot in this area already, which is fantastic, uh, but the fact things are tough and we all need to do more. Let me just arrive at a conclusion. Angela has made clear her ask of you. I want to go a step further by challenging you to be part of this important collective effort by making a firm commitment to do more to help young people and to help the government by rallying other employers in support of this agenda. And I hope ministers have been listening to some of the points made about simplicity and they used to call it coordination, but joined up thinking of all the different agencies and perhaps something around Skills Development Scotland where there's one port of call for us all to, to go to would be very helpful. And as you consider helping and pledging today, I've got a special plea. Don't forget about those who might need extra help to get a job. They are the ones who really need us. They are the ones who don't have the networks and the connections that our kids have. And they, like all young people, actually have so much to offer if we give them a chance. If you don't have jobs, offer meaningful work experience opportunities to move these young people closer to getting a job. Whatever sector you represent, we all have a responsibility to help if we want Scotland to prosper. Thank you.